0: Listening to the Fantasy on Tap podcast. you ready for this. A podcast where three dudes talk about fantasy football and beer. Oh, okay. Here is your host, Nate McAllister. Hello, fantasy football community. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the F to the O to the T. I'm your host, Nate McAllister, and I got with me. My dogs, my boys, I got James, the boogie, man, gorgeous. James, how you living, brother?
1: What's up, Nate, D-O-double-G, host of F
0: to the O to the T. And I got Craig, the leg. Craig, I love feet. Craig, (laughs) I like me some white claws. Anderson, what you doing, brother? Dude, we
1: gotta be throwing out my foot thing, man. Oh. Dude. Craig, you got, a, you got a hardcore
2: foot fetish or what? Let the listeners know. <laughs> Who does it, right? Isn't that a thing? No? Am I, uh, am I the one off here? Crickets. Uh, <laughs>
0: Crickets, <up> for sure. <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> man. All right.
0: <clears throat> Is that all you got to say, Craig? You know, not, not a what's up or anything like that? No, that's
2: it. I didn't know you were throwing my foot thing out, but what's you, up, think... listeners? What's up, Nate and Jimmy, man? It's good to see you guys.
1: I think you, you stole everything he had to say right out of his mouth with that. Dude, I know. <laughs> <streets>
2: is, I... <laughs> That's
0: cool. Oh, That's what man. i try to do. I aim for that. I aim for that one. <laughs> uh, so today we got a jam-packed episode. I apologize for this not being recorded when we liked. We would have liked to have recorded this uh, quite a few days ago. But with this COVID-19 rampaging um, through our United States of America and the rest of the world, we, have, uh, we had to put it off. Um, our schedules were conflicting. Just We couldn't put things together, but we're finally here, and this was just too good of an episode for us to pass up, so it's better late than never is what they say. Uh, We will be covering free agency, of course. I mean, just all of the uh, repercussions, fallout, good, bad, the ugly, everything to do with free agency is what we're going to be covering, but you guys know what we do prior to talking about the fantasy football. We talk about them libations. And uh, we kind of, uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different this time, not go with the beer. We were all uh, kind of making fun of, not making fun of, like just talking about seltzers and uh, um, and saying how delicious, I guess, they were, refreshing. So all of us have a different seltzer of some of the more popular ones. I chose, uh, I didn't get choose, the top two, I think, got thrown off the board. So I got that number three. And I even went down for a sleeper. I think this is more of a sleeper seltzer. I got the Natural Light Seltzer. This is the Catalina Lime Mixer, which I've never had before. I was really looking for it. I found it. It's a tall boy one um, in a big old fat can. Uh, It has a kind of – it's 6% ABV on these, so they don't mess around with these seltzers. Um, The saying they got on the bottom says, when cherry and lime becomes best friends. I am envisioning right now, fellas, I'm going to crack this open, never tasted it. I'm envisioning um, cherry limeade from – Uh, sonic so here we go give her a go there's that crack
2: oh that's a big boy too look at that
0: are you talking about or are you talking about the uh (laughs) the seltzer though he's a a little guy dude (laughs) Dude, that that's not bad i mean it doesn't the flavor is not like jammed down your throat like i thought it was going to be um like a really like flavorful kind of like like the cherry limeade, but it's not. It's it's um, more of a hint of cherry limeade, is what you're oh, saying? Oh, definitely that? a hint. Yeah, it's definitely a hint. <laughs> um, I can tell this is a natty because uh, I mean, I'm not saying natties have bad quality, but man, um, it, it's it's good though. I mean, it was only like two fifty at the at the local Seven Eleven, so not so. Too it's bad. called
2: the uh, Catalina Lime Mixer. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, that's correct, Catalina Our, Lime Mixer. Yeah, that's, because it's it, pretty uh,
2: fancy for Natural yeah. Light. Yeah, the Catalina <laughs> wine mixer is uh oh, shut got, down oh, this I year. So that's good to get that.
0: I know. We kind of tossed it in there. That was that helpful. Yeah. Um I like the can. I dig it. I love it. It's really retro kind of looking to me. Um looks like something I'd um find in the like early 90s, maybe the Zima time. I'm I'm happy with it. I like it. I would definitely buy it again. Um I prefer beer still, but on those hot days where I'm just like Drinking them down. um, Yeah, I, I like it. I like the Natty.
2: So when natty is it uh, When is it going to be acceptable to drink a natural light seltzer with a brown bag?
0: Oh, it's already acceptable. Uh, okay, already acceptable. Uh, so I had- know it, it automatically street cred. You don't okay. have to show them what's in the bag. You just uh, have to have the brown bag with the tall can, and you're good. And this is coming from a half Mexican guy, so you know that it's uh, that's the truth right there. Oh, yeah. What do you fellas got? What do you got drinking? Tell me, tell me what you got. Tell the listeners what's going down.
1: All right, check it out. Let me crack this bad boy open. Oh yeah! All right. Before I go on to talk about my beer, I would, I would like to take the time, just like Nate, um, to, to apologize to absolutely nobody.
2: Conor McGregor. We've been, McGregor. I we've love been it.
1: fucking busy working the essential jobs. We don't get no days off. Nate's been working like a crazy maniac, um, so we haven't been able to put out a podcast, but we've been out there on the Twitter doing work. Um, Nate, the skate, Nate, D-O-double-G on the Instagram, grinding, trying to get more followers. But enough about that. Let's talk about this hard seltzer I got on my hand right now. It's the fucking truly, dog. And I've been sipping on these bad boys, and I was really, like, doubting this. I was like, man, I'm never going to like hard seltzers. <laughs> and then I put my lips up to this little can. Let me take a little sip real quick. What flavor is this that? Truly
0: is even- mm,
1: this one is the wild bear. I like wild bear. I like berries, cherry flavor, anything like that. So I was kind of excited for Nate to talk about the cherry limeade because I love cherry limeade. It's 5% alcohol. And it's like, like what Nate was saying. It's like a hint of wild berry. And it actually says that. It says so- with hints. Wildberry, but it's delicious so saying
0: that's a five abv and uh, so natty's going hard they have a six abv so fuck i should have got Dude. the nanny <laughs> craig nope, nope, nobody will ever brother? say that
2: all right well i'm going with you guys first time you guys everybody knows what is the number one there's no law with the claw and uh <laughs> i got that white claw <laughs> i got the raspberry flavor which is my favorite um a lot of people like the mango i'm not the biggest fan of the mango But I do like the raspberry. I haven't done it yet, so I might as well. Is it crazy that I've never tried a white claw, dude? Never. I tried it last year for the first time during the summer, and I said I was with you guys. Like Like most guys were like, "Oh man, I'm not gonna try a hard seltzer." But I love them. I love them. This is the first. This is (laughs) the (laughs) the first.
1: This is the first hard seltzer I've tried, and it was like a week ago. So. There's no shame in oh, my game. Dude, I hey, haven't tried. Wait yet. till the
2: summertime when you're outside and it's a little bit you know hotter. Especially you guys in California, dude. I didn't have to wait, crap. dude. I I did it a week ago. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys are like already like 90 degrees. We snowed today here in Salt Lake, so uh, <laughs> a little ridiculous.
0: All right, what's your what's your take on it? I already you gave a little bit. Uh, it's good. Honest, huh? You like it? Honestly, your White Claw White is.
2: My, I've tried the Trulies. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Trulies. There's been a couple different ones that I've tried. I find that the White Claws, 100%, are the best. and ABV? uh, ABV? uh, What do we got? 5%.
0: 5%. Natty! Natty Light going hard. Man, that's why I love my Natty Light. Look at how big, I mean, listeners out there, you can't see, but I'm showing them. Dude, the can is huge. I mean, this is a tall boy. This is like, that's legit. This is for the the lady who just wants to get trashed. So, uh, anyway, we're moving on. We're going past these uh, seltzers. This was a good one. Good recommendation from, I think Craig maybe threw that out there. Yeah, it was was me. Um, Yeah.
2: You got to give me credit for something around here.
0: No, I like it. It's good. It was a good one. It was a good change of pace. Um, If you guys haven't tried the natty light seltzer, though, I highly recommend this little bad boy. Um, I didn't see any other flavors, though. So I think they're only producing the one. I'll have to look into that. Um, But now to the fantasy portion of the show. We're about to tap that fantasy keg. Uh, Man, free agency, fellas the I mean there you they go wild crazy. this is one yeah no this is one of the most wild free agencies that I've seen um in a long time and, and definitely most uh big name players being affected by it mm-hmm. there's some trades there's some free agent pickups and we're gonna go over all of it um we're gonna start all the way up there in New England we're throwing out the RIP to Mr. TB12 Tom Brady finally ends his legacy um as a patriot and he moved on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh what's the fallout fellas what happens who gets up who gets down what are we what are we thinking about this move
2: um what's crazy about the whole Tom Brady thing or just in general with all the quarterbacks is if you look at how many quarterbacks are switching teams and how many good quarterbacks that were starters last year or have it, are on that cusp, aren't going to be starters and are going to sit on this free agency list probably for a while, which is crazy. And we have a lot of talented um, rookie class quarterbacks coming up. So that's even what's even crazier about all of this, uh, what the word I'm looking for is, but all this movement. But with Tom Brady, um, I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like those wide receivers are going to – possibly go down a little bit i know you threw out i think it was jimmy threw out that he thinks that uh, godwin's gonna actually raise up or it might have been you nate um, it was me. i got and, that
0: i got that godwin I, I and, Godwin going and
2: up. mike evans is for sure gonna go down in his fantasy value um but i don't know uh oj howard might go up i don't know what you guys think about that um i think that with new england they don't have a quarterback right now so all those guys on that team are going to be hurting so I think it was a good move by the Bucks. I I always find it fun when these guys, uh, um, uh, when these guys uh, switch teams and see these Change quarterbacks. Places, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Joe Montana no, I mean, playing good. for the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, or Brett Favre moving on to yep. the uh, Jets the and the Vikings. I mean, exactly. No, it's yeah. I I feel like it's one of those. But honestly, and they've all had uh, good years. And Peyton Manning moving on from the you know the Colts going on. Yeah. To oh, he looked Cardinals better in that blue years.
2: and orange anyway.
0: Yeah, he looked no, better than that. Disagree. But uh he'll always be a uh Colt in my eyes. Anyway, Tom Brady though, he fits that mold, right? Like so I think uh like I was saying, I think Chris Godwin goes an uptick. Uh I think he's now my wide receiver 5 personally. I think Mike Evans, I agree. I think he, not only because of the quarterback situation, but also because of uh just him his injury he had. Um I know he's had some great years. He's had some like uh I think he's like in his first four years, I believe the stat was that he's hit a thousand yards, which is kind of unprecedented in waters. Not a lot of uh, wide receivers have done that. I don't think any other one. So, um, but with all that talent, all that stuff, I just don't think Brady has the ability to make him that elite type of wide receiver like he was with uh, previous quarterbacks. And then uh, OJ Howard, I'm kind of, I know a lot of people like comparing that to like maybe like Gronk. Hey, automatically, that's Gronk, right? I don't know. Um, I think OJ Howard's probably my tight end eight. I think he does get a little bit, a little bit of uh, positive um, notes there, but the big loss is on the other side of the ball. I and mean, we don't know who the quarterback is over there. So honestly, I'm holding, I'm holding all the way across the board um, on any of these uh, Patriot um, uh, weapons over there. So I'm, I'm not moving on with them. I'm saying Julian Edelman, Sony, Michelle, James White, all these guys are, um, just kind of a hold at this moment. So,
2: so um, OJ Howard, don't they have Cameron Brait still there?
0: They do. Cameron Brake might I mean yeah, I mean that could be a swing one that you could take on for him. Hit man. come on guys. Um <clears throat> so
1: so my take on this whole situation is I lo- I looked at a lot of different players when it came into this. So Mike Evans, I do agree. I think he's going to have a down take a little bit. Um Chris Chris Godwin, I think he's going to hold right where he is. And the reason is 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 the offense is going to be a lot more efficient. Don't forget, what what was your boy's name from uh, Florida? Oh,
0: boy, Craig? Newton. No, the quarterback last year for the Bucks. Oh, Jameis Winston? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jameis. Florida James, James. you said,
2: you, you had me confused. You said Florida. and I'm, So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like. Oh, my bad. James Florida James State. Come on, Chris oh, Leak, okay. oh, he's my gone. Bad. Come on now.
1: J- famous uh, Jameis Winston is gone, okay? He went 30-30, and 30, first quarterback to go 30-30. and 30. They had 10 games decided by one score. So a lot of those yards were garbage yards. Some of those touchdowns were garbage touchdowns. This, this offense is going to be a lot more efficient with Tom Brady at the helm. Um, Godwin is going to hold exactly where he is. Evan's going to have a down tick. When it comes to Cameron Bray and O.J. Howard, I'm a, you're going to want to watch it very closely because I think Tom Brady figures out who the hell he wants to play at tight end. And that's going to be the man that's getting the lion's share of the catches. I'm also looking at Rojo. Ronald Jones. Rojo? Um, Peyton Barber has not been re-signed. He's currently a free agent out there on the market. No, he got signed. Who uh, who did he sign with?
0: He signed to the Redskins. That's right. That's
1: right. He went to the Redskins. Rojo is the dude I am very interested in. I'm going to be paying attention to the draft. Um, seeing what 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 happens with that because he's still a very young back. Don't forget, Bruce Arians was the coach of the Arizona Cardinals back in 2016 when David Johnson had his monster year. He had uh, 1,239 rushing yards, 120 targets, 80 receptions, 879 yards, and four touchdowns. He's still young. He has a lot of room to grow. That's another guy that I'm very interested. Tom Brady loves to throw to his running backs. So you last, heard it
0: here first. You heard it here first. Rojo is the next DJ. Got no, it. James, he's not uh, the James next James DJ. The okay, no, you said it. James, <laughs> La- said last, year,
1: last year, he had 40 targets. He caught the ball 31 times. Peyton Barber, um, I, he had 30-something targets. Combined, if he gets all the targets, he would have had 76 targets last year, which would have been amazing. Now, on the other side of that coin, Nate brought up the Pats. Jarrett stood him dude did some work last year he built out he he beat out all the veteranos to be the number two quarterback he is poised to take over once again those are some big boy i think they get somebody
2: else those are some big
1: boy shoes to fill right i still Um, think he's gonna be a
2: starter he's not gonna be the starter i i
1: guarantee i'm i'm gonna say it right here he's gonna be the starter okay watch him in the preseason
0: see what he does Okay. Did I smell bet between Craig and uh, James? I think you already lost our bet, right? Did you lose our bet? I don't know what was, was the what was the actual bet? bet? Was it total money our or bet? was it average per year? Huh? Either way, I think you lost. Didn't matter. Total money? No, I mean total money wouldn't be the bet. It would be average per year because we don't know length of contract. So yeah, you lost. So, uh, I guess my point. Hey. I'm going to
2: get back onto some some business here instead of your guys' bet. You guys can't figure out. Are we forgetting that like that name? Like somebody in the last last season in general, that on the pat, on the Pats that you were like, man, I have to have him on my fantasy team.
1: Nobody, absolutely nobody. See, and I,
2: I, and I honestly, so in that in a sense, why are we going to think that that's any different with Tom Brady going over there? Are we? or is it just because, because the of Bruce, guys are Bruce younger
0: I, and they're more talented? Nope, I disagree. I think I'm staying away from everyone Patriot except um, no the kid they drafted last year, the rookie.
2: No, no, uh, we're talking about the Bucks. So, are you? I'm, say, I'm saying that.
0: Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. The other side. Are
2: you sure that you that the Pats haven't been able to produce that big fantasy guy with Tom Brady? And it's pretty much he's running the offense. Are you sure that you can trust any of these Bucks guys? You know what I mean.
0: I think I, yeah, they're more talented. They're more I talented,
1: say yes sure. for this one reason. Um, head coach up up in New England, man. He t- he tailor made his game to each he. He wants to switch his offense up from week to week. If if they got a weak run uh run defense, he's gonna run the ball. If they got a weak pass defense, he's gonna pass the ball. Bruce Arians, there's no bones about him. He attacks defenses through the air. And that's why you got to take both of these wide receivers. He's gonna put Tom Brady in a good position to, to throw the ball down the field.
0: Sounds good. Uh we can't talk about this, even though it looks like we want to the rest of the episode. So we got to move on to the next guy on the list, which is Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers finally found a landing spot. Old Philly um, is over in uh, Indianapolis. So Dude, think about um, Philip
2: Rivers right now having to homeschool his fifteen kids or whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a rough COVID life. Is not good for Philip. So um, yeah, Philip Rivers. Where does this go? I mean, the weapons over there. Obviously, uh, Hilton, Mac, Hines. Um, how does it affect the opposite side? Knowing that. Um, they're kind of quarterback list, or maybe they are sticking with Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. What do you guys think? What, what are, what's our feelings? Let's uh let's good dive into that.
2: So uh, honestly, two years ago, I was a big Ty fan, man. I was loving Ty, and then last year, you know, he got he wasn't he didn't you know with uh, Brissette, he didn't have as good as year. I'm telling you right now, Ty is uh, is going to have a comeback this year in fantasy, and it's going to be because. Of Philip Rivers. And that's, I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't know if I can get on with
0: that. I like it. He's also falling in a lot of mocks. I've seen a lot of mocks, and TY is um, falling extremely late. You know, you can yeah. get him in like the sixth or seventh round in a lot of these mocks, which is extreme value for TY. Well, yeah. If, if
2: TY, if you're getting him and you said the sixth, is that what you said?
0: Sixth, seventh round? Yeah, yeah. So
2: if you're getting him as your two, possibly third wide receiver, pff, I'll take that all day. All day long. Oh, okay. man.
1: I don't know. I, th- I feel like T.Y. Hilton's on the wrong wrong age of thirty. I think the dude that you got to have in the Colts offense is Marlon Mack, Phillip Rivers Agreed. Is, Agreed. Is, is is older than dirt. They've got an amazing offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Marlon Mack's the young horse, the young buck that they're going to be feeding the ball to. The dude that I'm I'm kind of interested into um is kind of naheem hines he might be a sneaky fantasy play um just just what he did last year with austin eckler he's kind of like their third down specialist they're catching back he might have a little bit more added value but we don't even know if philip rivers is going to start i mean you think that he should with a one-year 25 million dollar contract he's
0: starting oh no he'll start no for sure had had
1: they came out and named him the starter
0: He's going to start. They're not going to bring Phillip Rivers. He doesn't come over to, be, uh, to rest out his years as the backup quarterback. There's yeah. zero chance. I will make any bet you'd like that Phillip Rivers does <laughs> not start week one. Uh, Philip Rivers starts week one, unless he's sure. hurt. I love either he unless he's hurt, obviously. Yeah, either I mean, either he,
1: way, but, I'm not I'm not touching Ty Hilton. I mean, maybe if you uh, you could get him late, like you said, in the sixth or seventh round, then I would. Yeah, but you're
2: not picking, I, you're not taking him early. You're not taking, uh, you're yeah, not throwing course. a fourth. You know what I mean? Well, Pick I mean, the,
1: the other the other side of that coin is I don't trust Philip Rivers. What did he do last year? He threw twenty interceptions. He killed it with
0: he killed it with Keenan Allen though. Keenan Allen had a huge year. Yep. and Allen's Austin Eckler the weapons. I don't know that he's better than Ty Hilton. They put up very similar numbers throughout their career. Um, so Phillips on scored
2: 15.8 points last year. Do you guys think he goes up or down from that?
0: Oh, he goes down. Or no, no, he stays. He stays the same. I'm sorry, okay. he stays the same. I, I, I'm on board. I think that uh, I Jimmy hit the nail on the head. The big guy here is Marlon Mack. I think people are sleeping Mar- on Marlon Mack. I think uh, the only problem with Marlon Mack is the fact that he can't catch the ball. Um, well, maybe he can. I'm not sure. But they don't haven't given him the opportunity. Nine Hines is obviously the Austin Eckler in this role. Um, what I'm more interested to see is the opposite side of the coin. Um, the opposite side of the coin with uh, Keenan Allen and and Mike Williams and Hunter Henry and Austin Eckler and all that stuff. We already gave our opinions on Austin Eckler. I don't care who it is at quarterback over there. I'm not buying in at Austin Eckler as current value. Even if it's Cam Newton, a lot of rumors that Cam Newton's going over there. I wouldn't be buying in. Um, I'm I if, if it is Cam Newton or if it's quarterbacks in place right now, I don't know. I think uh, Keenan Allen is a, kind of a hold for me. I think he stays exactly the same. Phillip wasn't very efficient um, and just fed him the ball. Mike Williams, um, he just didn't find the end zone like he did his rookie year. Hunter Henry, a lot of people's uh, dream, you know, tight end. I'm saying uh, I'm not drafting Hunter Henry at his current value. I think all of the Chargers are overvalued at this point, and I probably won't have any of them. So
1: May, I else? totally I no, I totally agree with you. I, I went back and I looked at Tyrod Taylor's best year. Let me read off his stats of his best year. He had a 63.7% completion percentage, 3,035 yards, 20 touchdowns, and six interceptions. I mean, they also hold what the fifth pick in the NFL draft. They're probably going to be drafting a quarterback. Tyrod Taylor hasn't started in a couple years. I don't believe in him. I'm afraid for any of those options in the Chargers offense. And if he starts garbaging it up, they're going to throw a rookie in there, and I'm not going to believe him in either. So,
0: Exactly. Stay away from those uh, Chargers guys. Going to the other big name, free agent quarterback, or I guess uh, maybe not big name, but he's he's somewhere up there, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater going to the Panthers, which is super surprising to me. I never thought Weirdest, that they'd let go of Cam. Who said so it? Teddy's yeah, there. I, I just don't. Get it. I don't get it, it man. Super
2: weird. We well, you see That's Cam? Weird. You see Cam's post today with him saying they gave up on me, and him got yeah. a shirt off just blah Like I'm telling you right now, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm taking Cam any day over to Teddy Bridgewater.
0: I don't know. Maybe that uh, they just want that more efficient type quarterback that they can rely on week to week. Cam is kind of live and die by whatever Cam can provide. So um, I think in this scenario, who's the benefactor? CMC, right? Like that has to be the biggest benefactor of this entire thing. I think uh, that just makes him even more safe. He was already my running back one. He continues to be my running back one because Teddy Bridgewater dumps the ball off more and checks down more than probably any quarterback in that span that he played. Uh, DJ Moore for me kind of stays even. The rest of the weapons over there uh about even as well because um we saw what happened with kyle allen over there and how he fed the ball. So um you guys feel any different than that or you think that uh I'm exactly right. The right answer there is I'm exactly right.
1: That is a that is a good answer. <laughs> well come, you guys gonna give me some credit where credit's due. I, I said Teddy Bridgewater was either going to go to the Chargers, the Dolphins,
2: or the Panthers. Or, I cannot recall. I think you said like 30 teams. You're like, "Oh uh, No, I didn't. I said those three <laughs> teams. I said
1: there was three teams and they all, they all had something in common that they were going to need a bridge quarterback because they were selecting early and they're probably going to take a quarterback in the draft. Anyways, with that being said, he played in five games last year. Okay. He had 68% completion percentages. He threw for 1,384 yards and nine touchdowns. Kyle Allen played in 12 games. Little bit more garbage completion, sixty-two percent, three thousand three hundred twenty-two and seventeen touchdowns. I prorated Teddy Bridgewater's year. They threw for; he would have thrown for the exact same number of yards with five more touchdowns. I think Nate's right. CMC's value is still number one. Yep. DJ Moore. They're, he, I don't know. I'm kind of afraid. I don't know.
0: But I they like DJ just- Moore a lot this year. I'm a big fan of DJ Moore. I think DJ yeah. Moore. Kind of business as usual, his natural progression that he's had so far. Again, called that one in the uh, wide receiver bargain bin we had last year. I threw some DJ Moore out there. Um, But yeah, I think he continues, and he's going to probably crack that uh, top 10, maybe 12 to 10 wide receiver range.
2: So you think that DJ Moore is going to be right there with that signing of Robbie Anderson?
0: Oh yeah, Robbie Anderson doesn't affect DJ Moore at all. I think he affects Curtis Samuel more than Robbie Anderson.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, and to piggyback on what you guys said, you know what I mean? We'll say 50 probably times or more on all these podcasts, CMC is the number one guy. If you're not taking CMC number one, you're crazy. And so this only adds value to him, like you guys said. Yeah, so no, it it's interesting. I guess my, my interesting take that you guys talked about was the DJ Moore one because I think that the Robbie Anderson one maybe hurts DJ a little bit, but... uh. But well, I guess we if,
1: if you're the Carolina Panthers, that's why you make that move and go after Teddy Bridgewater. You have CMC. That's why mm-hmm, you do it. Exactly. Because you got the baddest right. dude in the league.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh, now, here is the super juicy one. The one that just took the entire Twitter, Instagram universe by storm. I mean, it's all you read about for like three days straight. DeAndre Hopkins. The trade of DeAndre Hopkins oh to the Arizona Cardinals. Four. Now get this. David Who? Johnson. DJ, man. I mean, if you're talking a few years ago when DJ was in his prime and you said this trade went up straight up, I would have said, okay, cool. I mean, I can I can almost see that happening. But DeAndre Hopkins basically in his prime for DJ uh, shell of himself. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know what to think about this. What do you guys – who are the winners? Who are the losers? I, I mean, I got um, who I got, but I like to
2: hear. Um, we all know who a winner is. It's the Cardinals. So, uh, <laughs> the organization I, as a
0: whole, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and then so Hopkins averaged 18 points last year per game. Uh, in fantasy, is that up or down?
0: Uh, I think he stays. Personally, so so stays, stays again.
2: So we have two stays on the two, my two questions, man. man I got to work out better questions here. I guess.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, he stays. No, honestly, like. Um, I think the big move uh, is obviously um, the flip flop. I honestly think the flip flop between Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. That's what that's the biggest um, take from this from this move. Right I agree. Here. I had, I agree. I had agree. I had. I don't think he takes the one spot because that's where I had.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Watson. I don't think he. You know, no. just jumps all the way up there. But I do see him at number three now, um, and then Ooh. I see Watson dropping to five and. And then the, the other guy who obviously is a benefactor from this until the draft, if they draft a wide receiver, is um Will Fuller. If Will Fuller can stay healthy, I think he has a monster year. And those are my those are my big guys that I'm I'm really saying that got affected unless you want to like throw in like Christian Kirk, um, who I think has very little value now.
2: See, um was gonna say uh... Will Fuller's gonna get hurt. He's not again, he's not, oh, he's not gonna play a full damn season. He, he pulled his it's, hamstring as soon, as soon as he heard this. Trade. Yeah, so Kenny Stills <laughs> is that number one there in my mind. And Will Fuller Whoa. is, yeah, Will Fuller is. He's, I can't, I, I've drafted him two years in a row. I remember last year talking to you oh, when you're on this podcast. Sour talking, bro. And it might be, it might be, but he's always hurt. Prove me wrong. Is he not always he is? hurt?
0: He's gonna prove you wrong this year. It's my guy, right? I got a, uh, I got Will Fuller. Um, look at my list. I got Will Fuller, seventeen. He finishes wide receiver, seventeen this year. I'm very high on Will Fuller. I think he's gonna have a monster year. I even posted on Instagram before this trade went down. I thought Will Fuller would finally have his like breakout year where he stays healthy, does the dang thing, plays probably over fourteen games. Um, and I think this is the year now with him being the number one. Uh, he has that type of capability. He has the big play threat. Um, I, I don't even honestly care if they bring another compliment to it because the Texans throw enough that he's going to have the volume to be able to sustain that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with that with bringing in, uh, drafting another wide receiver. I don't think that even really detracts from what Will Fuller brings. Uh, David Johnson, on the other hand, um, you kind of combined what those other uh, Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde did, and if if he gets all of that work, that's obviously a you know a running back low end running back one high end running back two, but does he get that work does he ha- is he as dynamic as even Carlos Hyde? I don't know, I don't think so
1: before I say anything, hold on
0: oh, number
2: two dude Jimmy nope. goes nope. hard number in the paint on these podcasts bro.
0: dose all right that's why he baby that's why, wild, he, starts, baby. <laughs> that's why <laughs> he starts fading at the end <laughs> at the end when he, start, he start drinking more.
1: Nate's right, dude. All right. Kyler Murray, all it does is solidify more of how I feel with him. Um, because the thing about DeAndre Hopkins, he's one of the best. When the, when the quarterback is running for his life, scrambling around, which Kyle Murray will be doing, unless they solidify that offensive line, he's one of the best wide receivers to stay alive and catch some passes. He was used to that. Staying in alive. Staying alive. Kristen Kirk, I agree. <laughs> it doesn't affect his value whatsoever. Fitzgerald. He's going to be taken really late. He doesn't matter anymore. The biggest hit is Deshaun Watson, man. I think it's going to, Bill O'Brien, you just put that whole franchise in a tailspin, and I'm afraid for Deshaun Watson and that whole franchise. You know you know the players are reeling. The, the captain, the dude that has been leading that team forever is gone in a shocking trade. With everything that was revealed to what he said to him, which I won't say on here, it, it was horrible. Go and read the story it was bad. I think this franchise is reeling. I'm afraid if Will Fuller can stay healthy, I agree. He's a playmaker on his own. Whether DeAndre Hopkins is there or not, he averages almost a touchdown a game while he's healthy with Deshaun Watson. So if you're going to take one of those wide receivers, take Will Fuller. I don't believe in David Johnson. I do not believe in Kenny Stills. I do not believe in the newly signed Randall Cobb, Kyle Murley, and Deshaun Watson are the two
0: guys that took the biggest hits. You hear that? You hear that slur already? You got that, Kyle Murphy. <laughs> and, and one more,
1: one more point, real quick. That's the, I wrote, that's that I wrote, second can pop. I wrote this out really quick, so I want to, I want to uh, uh, mention this. DeAndre Hopkins is still the safest wide receiver number one. Let me name all of his quarterbacks he played with: Matt Schaub, Case Keenum, T.J. Yates, Ryan Mallett, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tom Savage, Brian Hoyer, Brandon Weeden. Brock Osweiler, A.J. McCarron, and last but not least, Deshaun
0: Watson. No, but the dude's playing with a good quarterback. I don't think anyone was uh, thinking that he's going down. um, No, he's not going down. I just want to reaffir and put some respect on my boy's name.
2: Hey, did you say he was the number one wide receiver?
0: He's my number one wide receiver every year, baby. Wow.
2: Whoa.
0: I mean, it's not a huge – I mean, it's not a very – I hope, to, I hope Michael Thomas doesn't listen to
2: – I hope Michael Thomas doesn't listen to our podcast, dude. We'll be – Yeah.
0: lost all Who gave Michael Thomas right more there. respect last year? Name that. But now you just disrespected him by throwing D-Hop ahead of him. I don't know. I don't know. And Because <laughs> then we can say D-Hop don't listen either. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> We're going on from this situation to the next situation, which uh, I don't really know how to evaluate. Um, Stephon Love this Diggs. move. Stefan Diggs to the Buffalo – Billies, I think these Billies as an NFL team are very tough. I'm a Josh Allen believer. I like John Brown on the outside. I love that little weasel, Cole Beasley, just catching the ball underneath. And now I think I think Stephon Diggs is like he's like Antonio Brown light. You know, like he uh, he runs great routes. He can catch the ball like crazy. He's fast. He's quick in and out of his breaks. Like this dude is tough. Stephon Diggs is a man. Um, I, I honestly don't know if I've ever had him in any of my leagues, but who, who's the, who's the winners? Who's the losers out of this? Uh, Stefan Diggs signing to the Buffalo Bills, fellas.
2: The Vikings are, the Vikings are the losers because you, all, they got Adam Thielen, right? And, uh, and so the Bills are the winners. I, I think that's easily because... Obviously the loss. No, but, I'm, I'm okay. talking
0: more of the players. What of the players. No, easy,
2: easy. Let me get there, baby. Let me get there. Um, am oh, easing man, it in. Okay? <laughs> I said... I don't remember if it, if it was last podcast or the one before, that I was saying that I thought that Amari Cooper was... You know, that was a good place for him to go was the Bills. Didn't pan out, but Stefan Diggs went there. And it's for the exact same reasons I, I was glad that Stefan Diggs went there is because... They were, I felt, one big wide receiver away from getting in the end zone. And in that last game they played in the, in the playoffs was a hell of a game. That team, you don't want to play. You don't want to play the Buffalo oh, Bills. They're
0: good. No, they're really good. And they got a young running back, Devin Singletary, that's solid. I love everything that's happened over there in Buffalo. Uh, me and Jimmy used to always joke that Buffalo was like, like a A team that just developed uh, different players and then just sent them off somewhere else so that they could be great. But now they have like the man, Tredavious White. I love that kid over there. I think Josh Allen is a man. I think, but I think honestly, if I'm saying the winner out of this entire situation, it's Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is the unquestioned number one wide receiver. I think the dude's 29 years old. So he's mostly in this redraft format. He's going to get fed the ball. Um, They're going to find somebody on the outside to be able to fill that Stefan Diggs kind of role. Maybe not as well as Stefan Diggs did. But they're going to find things. They have talented tight ends and Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph, so that will kind of alleviate the pressure. They love to run the rock, so the box is going to be stacked, yep. and 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 he's going to be out there on his own, and he can beat people on his own. He's going to be healthy. Adam Thielen is the big winner out of this situation. I uh, say that right now.
1: When I when I dove deep into the situation, I wanted to look at some stats and kind of evaluate it a little bit. So so last year. The Bills ranked number 26 in pass offense. Okay. The Vikings ranked number 23. The Bills ranked number eight in rush offense. The Vikings ranked number six. The Bills were number 24 overall. The Vikings were number 16 overall. So the thing that's kind of stuck in my head is it is it the check-in or the egg? Is Stefan Diggs gonna put Josh Allen over the hump? Or is Josh Allen gonna be the one that that takes a leap forward? And put Stefan Diggs over the hump, so I don't
0: you know, know and I don't think I don't think it uh, really affects either of them. I, I mean, I, I don't think it improves either of that much. Like I think it, degree. I th- I disagree.
1: I'm a little bit okay. more of a Josh Tell Allen me. believer now because Stefan Diggs is an amazing route runner. You already mentioned that, so I'm going to back you up on that. He's an amazing <laughs> route runner. Does amazing things with that. I don't, believe, I don't believe in Thielen anymore. I'm not going to be drafting Thielen. Last year I was high on Thielen. This year I'm not going to be. I think he's going to get shut down. Unless they go into the draft and draft another wide receiver, I think Thielen is screwed. The, the so one thing, Jimmy, the, the one thing did, that I am concerned about, though, let me mention this one last thing. Josh Allen had a completion percentage of 58.8. Kirk Cousins had a 69.1.
0: So it, it scares me a little bit. Josh Allen's accuracy is really suspect. And I think uh, Kirk Cousin is a better passer. I don't think that helps uh, Stefan Diggs. I mean, I think that's, honestly. That's what Stephon I'm saying Diggs, is. Is Stefan yeah, Diggs going to make Josh Allen take a step up? Of course, yeah. No, I think he does. Um, I think just having another weapon, the caliber of Stefan Diggs, helps any quarterback. So I think he, he just continues on that natural progression that he was already on. I think Josh Allen is um, a great quarterback. And I think he's going to be probably a top – I mean, he's definitely a top 10 quarterback in – I'm on board with that now. Yeah. No, he's good. He runs the ball too, which is great. Um, And then I got Adam Thielen falling – or going all the way to wide receiver 12, and I got uh, Stephon Diggs at 19. So um, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And I think those are the two biggest guys affected by this situation, and that's where I'm at with it. So uh, going to the running back position, these are two big names. And if you would have talked about these dudes like – three years ago, maybe not even two years ago, two years uh, two and three, something like that, then this would have been even crazier. But Craig, I think, is going to blow his mind right now. We're going to talk about – we're going to skip the first one, and we're going to go to Melvin Gordon to the Denver M- Broncos. Bye-bye, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I loved you, Royce. I was hoping you were going to make your comeback and, like, smash on here. But Craig, started off. Give, give us what's going on with Melvin Gordon. How is he going to do? Where does he rank? What is he? What's going on with
2: him? So, a lot of people are kind of like, man, why would you pick up Melvin Gordon? And you know, just like the the goat said, you know, John Elway said, if you can get Melvin Gordon, you're gonna take him. You know what I mean? Get out of here. Bro. And so, uh, the dude has had 47 touchdowns in the last four years. Okay, last year he had 14.2 points. He averaged. Um, I think that's going to go up. There, he's gonna be the bell cow, and uh, um, Philip Lindsay is gonna be that uh, Austin Eckler type, you know what I mean? So, he's definitely so he gonna... take that role, yes. Like, oh, he, he... Do
0: you believe that he just takes the entire backfield, yes? Or do you think it's portioned out like it's been?
2: No, I think it's, I think he will be the bell cow, and it and Philip Lindsay is gonna be that third down complimentary back, but I know Melvin Gordon catches the ball really well out of the backfield, so that's also gonna help him out. So, I think you're you're only you're only uh, drafting uh, Philip Lindsay if it's a real deep draft. A lot of a lot of a lot of people, you know what I mean, and you're picking him late. Oh, yeah,
0: no, I don't. Yeah, I think it, I think it kills all the value for Philip Lindsay. Um, and unfortunately, my guy Royce Freeman. I think that they should trade Royce Freeman at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a very yep. valuable running back that yep. could see some value in different locations. Maybe like the the Lions might even um, benefit from someone like Royce Freeman. Um, On the other side of the coin, obviously, Austin Eckler is now the dog, right? Like, that's the man. That's the dude. I know we busted up on him, and we kind of predicted Melvin Gordon not going back to them. So um, I still think, obviously, Austin Eckler has fantasy value. I just don't think that I'm going to be a buyer at uh, his asking price. So um, obviously, Melvin Gordon, for me, he goes to uh, running back eight preliminary right now before the draft, before I mess with anything. Um, he's number eight for me. So um, I don't think it affects Drew Locke a whole lot. He gets another running back that's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it affects any of the weapons on the outside. Basically, it just it's just Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. Um, that's all I think that it really draws down to.
1: Yep. Man, I don't know, man. Uh, this whole situation is muddy. is muddy to me. And I'm not that excited about it because Melvin Gordon his his value is heavily relied upon touchdown production. Yeah. If they hold on to Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, when they get down to the to the red zone, I could see them putting another back in and giving them the chance to get the, those red zone just just so Melvin Gordon doesn't get beat up.
0: I don't like the no, situation. I think Melvin, I think Melvin Gordon's a, a, he's the. I mean, he was the goal line back over it. As a target, he was. So I don't think he. They... He was, and they and they gave him the money.
1: John L.A. gave him the money, and and I feel like John's gonna wanna, want it. So want him to?
0: Him?
2: Where do him? I got top him? 10
0: running back. Both of you guys got him as top ten running back. Yes,
2: hundred percent. Yep. Actually, you know I what? don't. I don't. No. I, where
0: do you have him? You have him falling outside
1: of the top ten. I have him. Oh man. I, I have know, him but, like right outside the top ten, maybe twelve. I like okay, him in the third correct. round. If I could see, get him in the third round, I'll take Melvin Gordon in the third round.
2: Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. You're definitely going to take him in the yeah. third. Actually, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, I but think that's in I see, the, I'm
1: saying that's where I want to take him. I'm not taking him in the second round whatsoever. If he's there in the third round, I for see, me, him, no, he. I'll he, take him in the third falling. round.
0: That's kind of his. That's kind of his. At, his going. His going rate right now is uh, third round in any of the. Yeah, marks
2: I I got him in that mock draft that I did a couple of nights ago in the third round, and I felt awesome about it.
0: Yeah, no. Shout out to all those uh guys we uh, mock draft with all the time on Instagram. It's all these Instagram fantasy pages. You guys have some um, put together some quality mock drafts. We have a lot of fun with you. Um, shout out to you fellas because they're they're always um, just really solid. You know, like uh, you never have those like messed up picks when you do that. So, um, moving on to second running back, they got signed. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley finally has left the. Building. comfort of his bed in Los Angeles and he's moving on down south to the Atlanta Falcons. How does it affect everyone? How is this uh what's what's going down? Who's the biggest benefactor from this? Who's the biggest loser? Tell me, fellas. I I think
1: the biggest loser in which I don't I don't know. It it would have been heavily dependent on if the Falcons didn't even take a running back at all is Edo Smith. Edo Smith got excited for like 2 seconds. He's like, "Man, there's going to be my opportunity." to uh, do something. And then the Falcons. I like go the way do, he sounds.
2: I like the way he, he does the dirt. He you cool. no, know
1: They that. do a dirty little move and they go and get to Todd Gurley um, with the Rams. I mean, my boy last year, I was calling out Darrell Henderson. I was hoping that he would get an opportunity with Todd Gurley's knee going bum. I don't wish that upon you, Todd Gurley, but I just thought maybe Darrell Henderson would get an opportunity, but Malcolm Brown got the carries before Darrell Henderson. And I see a lot of, Darrell Henderson hype right now. Um, I see a lot of people tweeting out. I'm on that hype. I'm
0: on that hype tram for the Darrell Henderson,
1: especially people in Dynasty. They're like, trade for Darrell Hennessy, Get Darrell Henderson right now. Um, they've got. I, I see him like as running back number fifteen to twenty range. A lot of people are buying in right now. Um, so I think uh, Darrell Henderson is the one that uh, has the arrow pointing up. Um, Ito Smith. I don't even know if you were ever going to get the opportunity to be number one. Um, but you still want to – you might want to handcuff him to Todd Gurley because uh, who knows what that knee is going to be like.
0: No, I think they run out Todd Gurley. I think they just run that fool into the ground. And, yep. uh, you know, and they just they, – they try and make a run. I know that they know Matty Ice is getting older. They know Julio Jones is getting older. The weapons all around them are getting older. They added uh, um, some tight end help. Um, I think they run – him to the ground I think he is basically uh Devonte Freeman like a better version of Devonte Freeman he can catch the ball he can still run the ball um I think Todd Gurley obviously takes a tick up for me out of Ramsland because I think they will feature him there and I haven't met running back nine right now and then uh Ido Smith I could care less about and I care less about <laughs> less about him prior to the Todd Gurley setting and I t- care less about him um, now, Ido Smith. Uh, I'm sorry, brother, if you're listening, but bye. And then Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson is the real winner out of this entire situation. Darrell Henderson um, went from basically fantasy irrelevant to fantasy, uh, you know, stardom unless they unless they sign a veteran. A big veteran, um, and could it be Devonta Freeman goes over and it, takes over? Um, yeah, we haven't Henderson talked about spot? him
2: yet, and I think there's a lot of opportunities for him to. Oh. That's a good spot for him to go. And I was even talking about. I was going to bring it up earlier. Why not him? Maybe the going to or the, the Bills or the Bucks. I, I guess yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I'm not. He's. I think no.
0: I think Devonta Freeman is going to be a big spoiler. Like he's going to spoil some people's dreams. Like I love Devin Singletary, and I, I love like Darrell the Henderson. Bucks. Yeah, but if I like and I like Rojo, Rojo, like I like those three running backs, but if he goes to any of those spots, he spoils it right away, it's, right?
1: Like is we talked? I, I I threw out a tweet, man, dude. The NFC South, man, is is exciting for fantasy football, man. They have got some huge quarterbacks, they got some huge passing games, they got some huge running backs, man. They I got was the best loving. team in Craig, football, and Craig that best- made me excited right now. I I want him to go to the Bucks.
2: Yeah, honestly, um, I was I've been talking about I've been talking about that to a few people, and I think that in my mind is the spot to go. I know I talked about it in our first podcast this year. Is that I said I made the joke that the Bucks haven't had a running back since Mike Allstott and Cadillac like Williams, baby. I, I understand the Cadillac kind of like Williams, you know what I mean. But that's the, the joke is still the joke. Come on, I don't take my <laughs> take my okay. But the point is, is I'm not sold on Rojo, and I think. Freeman hole there is it would be a key.
0: No I think that would be a win. Um, I got uh, I'm waiting to see where he lands because wherever he lands is probably going to be a little bit of value. the guy I, I, I think that he's gonna go somewhere kind of like Philip Rivers like I said earlier he's gonna go somewhere where he can actually play because he's not young anymore so he wants to get the rest out of him and then Darrell Henderson um, I think takes over that job I don't think Malcolm Brown is affected. I think Darrell Henderson finishes in the top 15. I don't really know where to place him right now until I kind of see how this all plays out. But Darrell Henderson's the man over there. So moving on to the tight end position, there's a couple big ones. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper was an absolute delight if you drafted him last year because he was uh, basically had for a very cheap price and you got tight end number one value out of him for like the first like nine weeks until he got hurt. So, um, austin hooper absolute monster now is a cleveland brown dude the weapons there if baker can't do it with these weapons he just done. can't do it yeah yep. no he just can't do it this it's insane the weapons there in uh, with nick chubb and kareem hunt and ba- and david njoku and obj uh, obj jarvis landry i mean nick chubb it's crazy like he needs to be successful with this. He obviously, um, if can't if he can't do it, he, he now then he's never going to be able to do it. So, fellas, who's the biggest winner and loser? Obviously, Craig. The Falcons are the loser. Yeah, and smart ass. He, yeah, <laughs> I mean they lost their number one tight end. And Sorry, the Craig. You took the Browns franchise is the
2: winner, but fantasy wise, who does this affect? Okay, I know this is a fantasy podcast, but people want to hear about football also man Nate, you gotta be nice to me my friend but listen here listen here
0: don't worry i'll send you a jc Penney's catalog later
2: <laughs> so austin hooper he uh he averaged 15 points per game last year in fantasy football um with all those weapons there i think he goes down i picked him up in that same exact mock draft like what was it like to not he like uh, yeah,
0: it was like a last round. It was last, second to last round. round, I think.
2: So I'd take him there, and I, it was actually my second tight end. And I understand we and you had a discussion about that, but I, but because just in case he does go off, but in the end, man, I don't know. I'm not sold on him go, going there and his fantasy value going up. I, I too many mouse, I, 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 huh? Say what?
0: Yeah, too many mouse. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. just a lot of mouse to
2: feed. Yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's that's a scary situation for, for me if he if you're banking on him being your number one tight end.
0: Yeah, it definitely goes down for me as well. James?
2: Big shout-out to my
1: brother-in-law, Chris. Last year, he drafted two monsters that I would have never touched. Number one, Dalvin Cook. And I was like, what the fuck? And then uh, he drafted Austin Hooper. And in... I haven't been in deep and thought about Austin Hooper. And Nate kind of said some stuff to me earlier this week because he had to criticize my mock draft that I did and where I took Austin Hooper. Ch- and Ch- I. chip. Ch- and I have to agree with him. Um, too many mouths to feed. Also, if you think about the Falcons last year and their offense and their team, they were sucking really hard. And a lot of his yards, a lot of his touchdowns yep. were in garbage time. And now he goes to the Browns. There's a lot of mouse to feed. They still have two
0: really good defenses in the AFC North, too, that we didn't talk about. There's two good uh, defenses over there.
1: Would it be the Ravens and the Steelers? No, no, Bengals. I the, the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I honestly think with this move, the biggest uh, loser is David Njoku. Um, everybody was hoping that he was going to develop into a huge fantasy weapon, and I'm sure he was taken like top 10 in every draft last year. Um, but he's the biggest loser. I think the biggest riser is Baker Mayfield. If the dude cannot get it done this year, um, which – I don't even think he's going to have a big year. I think Nick Chubb is the highest riser because their head coach was the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. And I aforementioned Dalvin cook. That's my one, my biggest prediction. I know it doesn't have to do with him, but I don't even think, uh, I don't even think Austin Hooper is that relevant or Baker Mayfield is that relevant.
0: I mean, he's going to, I think Austin Hooper still finishes in the top 10. Um, I just don't really, I won't be having any part of him probably, because he's falling extremely low i just like guys later that i think are going to produce just as well as him so um, so that do so. the
2: cleveland browns make the playoffs fuck no no
0: no nope. there's a the third team in that division
2: okay um, so you you think the steelers have a resurgence this year and they yeah. they're, they're, what are you talking about craigie to... their defense is dominant this
0: is, homer, is this my homer pick right here i mean this Rockenberg i haven't got very many back. opportunities to i haven't got many opportunities to talk like homer talk but um, if you didn't know, I'm a Steelers fan. and Nobody knew. Dude, dun, dun, dun. We get Ben back. If we get Ben back and we have that defense, um, still the weapons at hand, I mean, damn. Nate, Nate no, what oh, have I sure. been
1: telling you for years about Ben Roethlisberger? He has um, a good um, beard.
0: That you, like, that you like his beard? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, not that. Every single year, I tell him, me and Nate, you have a deep conversation about both of our teams, and I always say the same thing. As long as the Steelers – have Ben Roethlisberger, then they got a shot. And if he comes yeah. back healthy, watch out for the Steelers, man. I think they take the division. I think they beat the Ravens. Oh, I do too.
0: No, I do I'm too. not I a believer
1: good. in the Ravens. I think this year their quarterback is going to take a huge step back. Um, defenses are going to figure him out, and I think the Steelers take that division.
2: Jameis I Winston, QB2.
0: Oh, yeah. no. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm hoping, dude. Like, <laughs> I've seen those uh, – I've seen those tweets and that stuff out there, and I honestly, you give me one year behind Ben, yep. and I'd be fine. Cause Ben's biggest knock is he throws interceptions. Jameis' biggest knock, he throws interceptions. Give us young Ben, like give <laughs> us him again. Like we got, we just just go seamlessly from old Ben to um, he dies off, and then young Ben comes in and steps right in, like. That would be the greatest thing. uh, Does he
1: does he steal some crab legs in Pittsburgh though? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Well, they've both been in trouble by the law, so it's the blood's on your hands, Craigie. The blood is on your hands, Craigie. Being a Florida State fan,
0: don't both of them have sexual assault allegations too? Yeah,
1: they both do.
2: Man, that shit sucks.
0: I think the shoe fits, bro. It's a stealer
2: thing. It's a stealer thing. One, one, not a
0: stealer yet. Like one was in,
1: one was in a bathroom stall. One was an Uber. Which one's worse? <laughs> I'm not
0: commenting on that. I'm not, <laughs> not commenting. They're both that. fucking bad As the answer. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still All so right, funny. So let's All right. move on. Let's get back to the fantasy football. We got the last guy on the list, Mr. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, if you don't know who this guy is, he was the first tight end drafted by the Baltimore Ravens, right? like He was drafted before Mark Andrews, and uh, now – he didn't. Mark Andrews the one who produced. Hayden Hurst was now expendable. Um man, did the Ravens hit on that draft or what? The, those first three picks. Hayden Hurst, which I still think is a stud. Mark Andrews, I believe, and uh Lamar. I mean, that's a good draft right there. But Hayden Hurst went over to the Falcons. Quick quick How shout out. How does that play out. out? Quick shout out. Nate already
1: mentioned that draft. Quick shout out to Ozzy Newsom. Hall of Famer, both as a tight end and as a GM. That was his last draft. This was his very top pick in his last draft. Hayden Hurst, you have brought shame to Ozzy Newsom's name. I mean, if this he's going into his third year. This is the year that he needs to explode. You're going to be with Matt Ryan. You need to figure it out, Hayden Hurst. I am not a buyer. I do not believe in him. If I get him as my second tight end super late, and I'm taking Hayden Hurst, but yeah, that's it.
2: See, and I think Hayden Hurst is gonna sit for a long, long time. And you're looking at him if in like you were saying, like it, at the I'm looking maybe last round, you know what I mean, and hopefully picking him. I don't want him early on at all. You know what I mean? He scored 4.8 points last year. I understand he had Mark Andrews in front of him. I don't want him. Like I said, he's, his value is definitely going to go up with Matt Ryan, but I think in a, you know you got to think most of our listeners maybe aren't all twelve man league guys. You know what I mean? So he's probably going to go in a twelve man league late, late, late no. round. Okay, disagree. You think he's going to? So you think he? So all right. So then you're going to go agree with, with Nate, I think he goes a little bit earlier than that. You're no, no, no gonna, I
0: think he. I think he's going to actually go there, but I think his value is kind of
2: Mark Andrews esque. Or See? Darren Waller, Ooh. Darren Waller,
0: more a fair comparison. Nah. Um no. I think that everyone took Darren no. Waller he's way like deep,
2: way out of the top ten.
0: <laughs> dude, Hayden Hurst fills that void. He's a supreme talent. He has that golden, like red hair. He's gonna be great. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting that um, Hayden Hurst probably, I don't know, eight, nine. If you had to put me on a number, I think he's seven to nine, seven to nine, right there. I, I'll take Dallas
1: Goddard or Hayden Hurst right now and he's the second tight end in I'll take Noah what you sh-
2: what
0: you should take is a is a hit on the head for that comment I mean come on Dallas Goddard over him Dallas, Dallas Goddard the Goddard Cowboy has a killer. True number one. yeah that's all right but Hayden Hurst is a top 10 tight end Dallas Goddard isn't and noah fan no no the truth no offense the truth I-, I actually agree with you um that wasn't a
2: Homer convert that wasn't a Homer statement that was just I think the kid is the truth and like you said he's he's gonna be money but I'm just I'm just not sold on Hayden Hurst. He is going with Matty Ice. That is going to help. You know what I mean? Like I was, like I was saying, four point eight points last year, almost five. You think you think he gets to ten? Yeah, point?
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think so. No, for sure. I mean, he wasn't the he wasn't the focal point.
2: Yeah, I know. Um, but do, I'm,
0: go ahead. Yeah, I mean, no. Who the tight end before uh, before Austin Hooper? That guy was pretty good, right? Coding dolls, yeah. No, you guys are falling. It's so funny. Yeah.
2: I'm like, I was like, I had to like think about it. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> Tony. I, I forgot that old man was over there sitting there. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, living he's- in the retirement home over there in Atlanta, Georgia.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh there are still some very exciting uh, free agents out there. We yeah. will be covering probably on our Instagram and Twitter when these things happen. Um, the, the interesting ones still out there are like, we already mentioned DeFonta Freeman. We got uh, Jameis where, Winston. I'd love to see where that dude where lands. Do you, like where do you
2: think they go? Where do you think Cam... Well, you know what I mean? I, we have a couple more minutes. Where do you think Cam goes? Maybe Jameis. Oh, we can make yeah. it pretty quick. Cam, I Jameis. And uh, where does... I know this doesn't uh, have a lot of fantasy impact, but where does uh, Clowney go?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to go right here. It's going to go... Jameis goes to... Chargers. I would like to see him go to the Patriots, but he's going to go to the Chargers. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Cam. Cam goes to the Chargers. I'd like to see him go to the Patriots, obviously. Yeah. And then um, I think Jameis actually goes down to the Dolphins and he gets a starting job over there. And I think Clowny. Oh, man. That's tough. I see I see Clowney... I actually see Clowney going down to the Dolphins and just taking the money and just riding out his career. If
1: if I'm Cam Newton, and I put this on Twitter, I'm going to the Redskins, I'm, I'm going back to Riverboat Ron, and uh, those guys, they trade back in the draft. They get some weapons to surround them in. If I'm Jameis, I'm going to the Seahawks. If there's an organization that can handle him, you learn behind one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league, Um James rebu- Wilson's
0: going to play until he until he's sixty three. No, he is. James you Wilson si- will die over there. You, you <laughs>
1: sign a one year deal, and you you try to rebuild your character, rebuild your career, learn from him, and then sign somewhere else next year. And then what was the last guy? Uh, Clowny, 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 bro, dude, you need to take, bro, come on, dog. I ain't even gotta say nothing
2: about Clowny. So, so <laughs> I think Cam, I agree with Nate. If if I remember, you, you go into the Chargers. Okay. Yeah. And I do think what we were talking about earlier that Winston goes to the Steelers. I really oh, do. I'm telling oh, you, please. I really do believe it's going to happen. I, I and, honestly, okay?
1: my honest opinion though, he's out of the league. You have a sexual
0: assault charge. You stole some crap. You, <laughs> Shoot, you bro. Another, he admitted to th- it. Dude, I'm going to double down. Ooh. I'll double down uh, my freaking uh, bet again on you that I've won already, that we determined I won. I will double down on that where you have to chug out of a shoe. From the goodwill that he is not out of the league this next year. <laughs> <laughs> he Please
1: might be, do. but I'm saying my personal opinion, I don't think he deserves a chance to be in the league.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, well, well, that's I different. Think, that's a totally the, different story.
2: Okay, and then Clowney, um, I again I haven't looked at the exact numbers, but I think his smart move would just be to resign. Um yeah. and stay home. He's looking for the money, dog. Yeah, he's looking money. So, he didn't um, have any
0: sacks last year, though. He had like three sacks. That's
1: my point. He's looking for like $20 million. <laughs> Who in the hell is going to pay someone $20 million a year for three sacks?
0: He's a playmaker. He's a playmaker.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I, I'll take him. Actually, no, I like Chubb. I like I like, I like, like our guys you over You guys here, are but, set. You guys are set. Yeah, I, but about to say, I, I was, said guys, that I was like, you know what? We're fine. We're fine. So uh, he can you could go know, to Dallas.
0: You know. It'd be nice in Dallas,
2: James. You yeah. like that in Dallas? Hey, yeah. Hey, dude, Dallas has got the, the the old Panthers uh, defensive line with uh, Poe fuck and yeah, McCoy now. So uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck yeah, we do, dog. Better watch out.
0: <laughs> all right, thank you all for listening to another episode of the F to the O to the T. Uh, I appreciate all of you guys who listen to us, um, babble on about the nonsense we babble and listen to us, drink our delicious beverages. Thanks again. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're also available on basically all podcasting platforms from Apple to Google to even – you guys ever listen to Pocket Cast? I guess that's one. We're on there too. We're everywhere. Thank you again. Peace.